This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Mental Health Monday is an informational podcast and should not be used to replace the specialized training and professional judgment of a healthcare or mental health care professional. Mental Health Monday can't be held responsible for the use of the information provided. Please always consult a trained mental health professional before making any decision regarding treatment of yourself or others. Self-help information and podcasts and information on the internet is useful, but it's not always a substitute for professional assistance. Unless otherwise noted, guests of Mental Health Monday are not doctors or licensed in any way. Our hope is to make a connection with you and be more open and honest about everyone's mental health. Enjoy the podcast. A mental... Health Monday! Hey there, I'm Riggs from Riggs at Alley in the Morning on 103.7 KISS FM in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Welcome back to another episode of Mental Health Monday, a Riggs Off the Radio podcast. In the past, we've talked about depression, obsessive compulsive disorder, anxiety. In fact, what? make a note real quick to go back and if you haven't, to listen to past episodes of Mental Health Monday. They're all incredibly informative with doctors. We've also got some stories with dudes. The whole purpose of Mental Health Monday is to start an open mental health conversation specifically to men because men are the worst at talking about their feelings. So while anybody can get something out of Mental Health Monday, I really want the men to listen. Come on, dudes. Past episodes of Mental Health Monday are great, so go go back, check them out. Feel free to subscribe as well, or even write me a review if you have an extra couple minutes. I would write you a review if I listened to your podcast. So wouldn't you write one for mine? I love you. This week, a doctor you've probably heard on a previous podcast, Dr. Jerry Halverson, Bipolar Disorder. There's a lot of stigmas around bipolar disorder. It's a very misunderstood mental illness. A lot of people think that it's just kind of moody. Wow, she was really happy and now she's sad. She must be bipolar. No. Bipolar disorder is a mental health disorder characterized by extreme highs and lows in mood and energy. While everybody experiences ups and downs, it's the severe shifts that happen in bipolar disorder that can have a really serious impact on somebody's life. More than 3.3 million American adults suffer from bipolar disorder in a given year. This week, we discuss bipolar disorder for Mental Health Monday with Dr. Jerry Halverson, Chief Medical Officer for Rogers Behavioral Health, a dude and a doctor. Now, Dr. Halverson, what's your background? Give me your credentials really quick. So I uh, went to uh, UW uh, Medical School, and after medical school, I did some residency uh, at Mayo Clinic. I did a rotating internship and actually an extra year of, of training in anesthesia, and then I completed my psychiatry residency at uh, Medical College of Wisconsin. Uh, after been, that... All in Wisconsin? Yeah, well, part? yeah, I guess I went to Rochester for a while, okay. uh, which feels a little bit like Wisconsin. you got to broaden your horizons a little bit. Yeah, well, you know, I, I now uh, go between uh, Milwaukee and Madison, and, and working yeah. here in Oconomowoc and, at Rogers has been perfect. Bipolar disorder is what we're kind of talking about today. The last time we talked, we had a pretty in-depth conversation about depression, but bipolar disorder, kind of an animal in itself... Um, kind of a brief description of what is bipolar disorder. You have it in the media. The um, the perception of it is, oh, you're really moody all the time. 
that's probably not bipolar disorder. I mean, I guess you could start like depression. What is not bipolar disorder? Yeah. So bipolar disorder is pretty misunderstood. Yeah. Uh, I think that uh, people... Um, Kind of like schizophrenia. Schizophrenia is something that's really misunderstood. People that can't make up their mind, they're called schizophrenic, which doesn't sure. doesn't make any sense. Uh, bipolar disorder is related to depression. So you could really think of uh, bipolar disorder as depression plus. So you have these depressive episodes. Okay. And in, um, in bipolar disorder, uh, you're more depressed than not depressed. You're either depressed or in a neutral state uh, more than you're hypomanic or manic, which we'll, right. which we'll talk about. Uh, so uh, the first thing to understand about bipolar disorder is bipolar disorder looks a lot like depression 90% of the time. Mm-hmm. But then there's this extra bonus of hypomania or mania. Uh, mm-hmm. If you have hypomania and hypo, and this, and this uh, is a continuum uh, here. Uh, hypomania are uh, episodes where you uh, are feeling good, not great, maybe irritable, mm-hmm. uh, maybe somewhat agitated. But sleep, not, not sad. Not sad. No, okay. sleep is not as good. You okay. don't feel like you need as much sleep. You find that you're not needing sleep. You're... Uh, able to get a little bit more done. Uh, you find you're a little bit more effective, um, but not not tremendously. And then on the other side of that is is mania. And when you have mania, uh, your mood uh, oftentimes is better. It's not that just that you're you're happy. Oftentimes you're you're frustrated because you have a lot of ideas. There's a lot of things to do and not enough time to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, you're not really sleeping uh, or needing sleep pretty much at all. Uh, there can be a time if you're if you're in a full manic episode. That's where it might be more likely that you're seeing things and hearing things other people aren't able to see or hear. Mm-hmm. We would call more psychotic features can happen uh, in in mania. Now, what's important to remember about mood disorders is uh, that everybody has moods, and uh, there's a normal ups and downs of everyday life. Uh, and that doesn't, that's completely normal. You get stuck you're, into a train, you're down, now you're late for work, you're probably going to miss a meeting, you're bummed, down. But then a couple hours later, you're kind of back to normal sure. or up to... You made up time, you found, yep. you got a nice email from your wife, something else is good, so you're yep. back up again. Yep, so depression, as we talked about before, is a pretty persistent low that's uh, above and beyond what anybody's normal low would be. Sure. Uh, mania and hypomania are are elevations, but they generally tend to not last as long as depressions. So depressions, as we discussed last time, are at least six weeks, sure. usually more. Manias are much shorter than that. And I think what you see in the media is that you know you have some manic episodes or hypomanic episodes that last like a couple of hours. Uh-huh. Or I had a... I, I had a, a 20 minutes of feeling good, and that was a manic episode. No, not really. I mean, a right. manic episode is at least going to be several days, okay. uh, at least four days to a week. Oftentimes, these episodes, whether it's the hypomania that I was talking about or the more elevated mania, they're generally lasting anywhere between one and four weeks. Is this a male or a female thing? Do you see it more in men or female? Or is it pretty... Pretty equivalent. Pretty, pretty equivalent, equivalent pretty across the... So there's there's thought... To, if you look at the statistics out there, as we had discussed, uh, there's a thought that uh, there's more women with depression. I think a lot of that is because more women approach for help with depression. Sure. Uh, bipolar disorder, those numbers are pretty much the same. 
Okay. Across men and women. Um, what can cause bipolar disorder? Uh, bipolar disorder is a is a uh, is a mental illness. It's brain chemistry changes uh, more so than depression. So depression can oftentimes uh, can be caused by brain changes, but oftentimes these brain changes are caused by stresses or changes or different things going on in life. Uh, mm-hmm. Bipolar disorder is thought to be really tied uh, to these brain chemistry changes, uh, and then some of that can be in your genes basically mm-hmm. and and you'll be more at risk for it than others uh but uh it it seems to be much more biologically based versus environmentally and biologically based like the depression is now oftentimes folks with depression they get diagnosed with depression uh and they're diagnosed with depression until they have their first hypomanic or manic episode then they become diagnosed with bipolar disorder. Okay. The problem with bipolar disorder and the diagnosis of bipolar disorder is uh, there's a, a frequency of folks that have high levels of irritability mm-hmm. uh, that when that lasts for several weeks, uh, that can also be looked at as a as a hypomania or a bipolar type 2 versus a bipolar type 1. Uh, but we have many people that come in that have these very short bursts of irritability that may be more personality based or the way that you look at the world versus a diagnosis of bipolar disorder. Sure. Now that's important because the medications that we use for bipolar disorder tend to have more side effects mm-hmm. uh, than the medications that we would use for a straight depression or a, a personality disorder, uh, personality issue connected to depression. So making that diagnosis and differentiating that is a very important diagnosis okay. change. Are there misconceptions in the media? And on TV or the movies that you see as a doctor about, yeah, so, about I mean, bipolar that you go, you yeah. roll your eyes like, come on, this is not helping. I, I think bipolar disorder, for whatever reason, and, and obviously I've, I take care of folks that have both bipolar disorder and depression. Bipolar disorder seems to be more scary or is unpredictable. portrayed as yeah more scary and unpredictable, uh, whereas it's a psychiatric disorder uh like any other psychiatric disorder and we have treatments that work right. uh and depression on its severe end uh can also become what we call psychotic and you can lose uh track of of reality they're both significant disorders that require treatment um but i've made the diagnosis of bipolar disorder and that seems to hit people in a harder way than depression does for some reason. Interesting. Um, and I've noticed that. And I think part of it is, is that the medications tend to have more side effects. Although to be honest with you, we use a lot of the medications that we've historically used for bipolar disorder now being used uh, for depression. Uh, and they have uh, the particular worries are weight gain uh, oftentimes uh, in with these the medication medications for yeah. bipolar disorder. Yeah. Okay. Um, so when's a good time? Is this when you start seeing signs of depression or I'm irritable all the time? Is that when you could think that maybe I could have? Well, if you have a significant about? depressive episode, you mm. should see your doctor. Uh, and what would be optimal over time is this, this doctor is following you and notices, okay, well, there's a depressive episode and now there's a hypomanic or manic episode. Right. Because that can be sometimes very difficult to diagnose. Sometimes right. the medications that you're getting for depression 
may be more likely to cause hypomania or mania. Mm-hmm. So having somebody uh, monitoring that is is very important. And you said um, manias and depressions kind of highs and lows is kind of how you would correct. The mania is a high high, and the depression uh, is low. That can get pretty low. So kind of a normal. I guess mood or behavior would be just kind of a nice parabola of up and down. Everything's absolutely, absolutely. So that's, I think another thing that also that that people tend to have misconceptions about whether it's depression or bipolar disorder, you're still the human being that has depression or bipolar disorder. Most of the time you're not necessarily in an episode if you're able to treat it. Most of the time uh, you're kind of in a, in a more normal state. And sometimes uh, people have to take medications to keep them in that normal state. Uh Uh, But if you have bipolar disorder, the bipolar piece is a very small piece of your overall mood picture over right. your life. Depression uh, is generally a small piece, uh, although the more depressions and the more bipolar episodes you have, the more frequent they become. Sure. Uh, but it's important to remember that if you're depressed, you're not always depressed. If you're always depressed, then we think about other personality-based issues or sure. other things going on. But both of these should be cyclical. And for the most part, you're going to be in your normal state. Now, as we had talked about last time with persistent depressive disorder, some people's normal state's a little bit lower. Um, And uh, there are some people that have a normal state that's more, we call it cyclothymia. Mm -hmm. It's kind of more curvy than others. Uh, And that can be genetically based, personality based, or kind of what's going on in your life based. Can you measure that in brainwaves as far as the highs and the lows? Can you... That that would be be interesting. We haven't quite gotten there yet. I know there's a lot of research going on right now looking at EEG. I know when I was at the University of Wisconsin, they were doing a lot of really interesting Uh high-tech brainwave uh, where they were really able to look at the almost the single neuron. uh, And we're learning more about it, but there's really nothing established quite yet that's predictable right because you could be depressed and have someone who's not depressed and your brain waves could still look pretty similar so the research is still there for bipolar disorder yeah no they're actively engaged in that kind of research right now right so there is help but there is a way to treat it it's totally treatable again um you know when you're hypomanic or manic i think what most folks have to understand is you, you think about oh i'm gonna feel great i i, I feel you know, better than ever. And what we ask people is not necessarily how your mood is, although that's important. Are you, uh, is there more irritability, more agitation? Are you having racing thoughts? Are you, uh, engaged in behaviors, uh, that tend to, we call goal directed behaviors, things that tend to make people happy. Are you gambling more? Are you having more promiscuous sex? Is there, are you, are you speeding? Are you drinking more? Are you doing things that tend Tend to be more risky. Oh, Those are the types motorcycles, of motorcycles, skydiving. Yeah, I'm a skydiver. Uh-oh. Yeah, well, it could be if you're doing that a lot more than normal. Uh, if you look back, it's like, oh, I always seem to do it a couple months out of the year. I always seem yeah. to engage in this more, and that's something to look at. And about you know, bipolar disorder and the highs. Uh, if people are able to manage the highs, uh, they can be very creative. Uh, they can uh, th- there can be some positives, uh, but unfortunately. There are some pretty crushing negatives that uh, come into play if you're not able to uh, get a better handle on them. I would think there would be some laws of physics there. As high as the high is, there's probably an equally as bottom out low. 
Yeah, yeah. And and even though you're feeling good and you're feeling efficient, um, you're not as efficient as you think you are. And what happens in those situations is people tend to continue to push towards these fun activities and, and everything else falls apart. And you can imagine that your wife or your children, if you're out doing all these goal-directed activities, you know, hopefully not cheating on your wife, but right. gambling or speeding, yeah. that you're not able to take care of what you need to at home uh, or at work. Right. Uh, so it's important to be able to, to to recognize it. Thanks again to Dr. Halverson. If you feel like you might have bipolar disorder or depression or maybe just something isn't right up in your brain, talk to somebody. Talk to your physician. Talk to a friend. There's also a great resource, uh, a website, mentalhealthamerica.net. You can take a screen there. And on that website, when you click take a screen... You can take a screen for depression, anxiety, bipolar, psychosis, eating disorders, PTSD, uh, work health, addiction tests. They're all online. They're great resources. Or just talk to somebody. It's always good to have an open conversation about mental health, and that's why we do Mental Health Monday. Thanks so much for listening. If you or someone you know needs help, there's always resources available. The National Suicide Prevention Lifeline is 1-800-273-8255, or the Crisis Text Line, you can text HELLO to 741-741. And speaking of the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline, I don't know if you heard, but the House passed a bill to create a 911-style National Suicide Hotline number. So, you know how you call 911 for an emergency, uh, 411 for information, 811 before you dig, diggers hotline. <laughs> There's also uh, going to be another three-digit number that the FCC is going to work with uh, some mental health professionals to design a three-digit code that anybody can call instead of remembering. While it's great to have 1-800-273-TALK, it's hard to remember for some people, and if you're in an emergency or some sort of mental crisis, it's easier to remember a three-digit number. So we can start hammering a new three-digit number into everybody's head. Maybe we can save a couple lives. It's worth it, right? Thanks for checking out another episode of Mental Health Monday. It's a Riggs Off the Radio podcast. You enjoy the rest of your night, your morning, your afternoon, your evening, your shower, your shave, whatever you're doing, your workout. I'll talk to you next time. Make good life decisions. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.